When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Carlos King, Henny. I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I have produced high-profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, And I've created shows such as Netflix's Stalling Hollywood, OWN's number one rated love and marriage Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Nene Leakes, Teresa Judice, and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade. And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own love and marriage franchise, and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Hi, everyone. It's Devin Simone. And I'm Tori Deal, and this is MTV's official challenge podcast. You guys, this episode, so many thoughts. What about you? So yeah. many thoughts. First of all, before I forget, Josh was wearing a sleeveless sweater in his interview. It looked good on him. Good job, Josh. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Josh becomes more and more of a snack every day. I'm really oh. proud of him. And no, no, no. As a friend, as a friend, oh. you root for you root for your friends to oh. look good. <laughs> oh, don't oop me, Devin. No, Josh is cute. Look, look, look. Josh, I will say this in person. When I met Josh the first time in person, I was like, oh, okay, he's got some swag. Yeah. I'll He's a that. cutie. Dude, I'm is. rooting for Josh. What I'm saying is. is I'm loving watching his growth over the years. It's nice to see him come back and stronger than ever. And, and he's also- got the curls. I mean, he still looked like That's a melty right. candle last week, but <laughs> you know, on the chow, on the date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I that. also did. Yeah. Corey, you, I, I'm waiting for the moment. The fun fact is I'm really only watching these for the moment when your hair looks out of place. I've yet to see it, and I've watched so many seasons. I kid you not, but I literally I am just waiting for the I, moment. I promise it's coming. It's, mm. I swear I, to you, it's coming. Okay? I don't believe you. I do not believe you. I also don't believe the daily that TJ had you guys doing brutal. this week. It seemed brutal. It was even like gray outside. It did not seem particularly fun. Yeah. So like what I was thinking and like I think what really hits me, I was like, yeah, I'll sign up. I'll do a challenge. I arrive. Mm-hmm. At the challenge, it's like we're in Croatia. It's like 60 degrees outside and they Mm -hmm. want us to do a water challenge. I'm like, who on production decided that we're going to do like this is now the second water thing. Mm -hmm. Michelle had to be teabagged the first week. (laughs) You know, she got she got frozen teabagged. Mm -hmm. And then we have to go into water. And like, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more water in the future. So I'm like, why are they giving us so many cold water challenges? But this is part of the challenge. This I is think just what they it don't is. Like you guys. No, I'm kidding. I think they love you, but yeah, it's it's really it definitely seems really brutal. And then we see your nemesis team, Team Green, lose mm, and lose yeah. pretty terribly at that. Uh, so yeah. beautiful. Such yeah. a beautiful thing to watch. I loved it. I loved every second of that. And then we see your name and bananas, no, sorry, Amanda's name and bananas name gets voted in. Ooh, question about the votes. Do they swap out everyone's 
ball. You know how we see you guys go up one by one, not when the team boats, but when mm-hmm. everybody does their individual boat and they go up and they yeah. put the ball that they want. Yeah. So then, so then does production like pause and then pull the ball out and then yeah. reset it each between each person? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so the the interesting thing about that is like you would start to get paranoid if you went in there if your name looked a little crooked you're like oh, oh did they just did they just yeah. put my ball back like did some so you would start to like yeah. really look at minor details to see if somebody put your name in but yeah it was listen like when we sat down with blue team I mean I think that whole deliberation was I mean you saw my face the mm-hmm. entire time I felt helpless I also find it. I found Alyssa Lopez to be a very interesting person to play the game with. One thing I one thing I like about her Mm -hmm. as a woman, she speaks her mind. Yes, and I I enjoy that. I can root for that. Yes. but her and I are on opposite sides of the game. You yes. know? so yeah. So it, it's a little bit like, eh, like girl. I also felt away with her talking about bananas' age. Now, look, I know people listening are probably rolling their eyes because I talk about nanners being a senior citizen all the time, <laughs> but I feel like. 15 years in the challenge family or the MTV family. Yeah. I've sort of earned that. Also, I yeah. started Real World essentially because of Bananas, which if you haven't heard that story, it's out there in the world. Go find it. So I feel like we can do that. You know, it's like when someone talks about your sibling, yeah. like yeah. you talk about your sibling. When somebody else does, you're like, wait a minute now. And I did not like, I did not appreciate just how much she was going in on Bananas. I wanted to be like, bitch, back up. You haven't earned, like, you're talking an awful lot to not have done an awful lot quite yet. So, yeah, she's she's a very calculated player. I didn't get the, like, I I never watched season one of Challenge USA. Yeah, and she's very smart in that. She's very good. I didn't know what to expect from her. Mm -hmm. I could sense that, like, very, you know, she's always planning. She's always plotting. Mm -hmm. I could feel that Mm -hmm. with every little conversation we had. But to see her have that conversation with Corey. Mm-hmm. That was that was a pretty big conversation to watch because that adds up so much more when we were yeah. sitting there. And I'm like, damn, Corey's just folding like it's yeah, nothing, really not recognizing that he had already planted seeds elsewhere, mm-hmm. which makes way more sense now. But Alyssa Lopez is definitely a, uh, she's she's, a gamer. Yeah, she, and she's very smart and she was very good yeah. on season one and she's come to play here. Um, yeah. But I still don't love her talking about the siblings, but, you know, I get it. Um, yeah. And then were you surprised by the Polly that we saw? In the house this season. Yes, yes, 100%. And I loved it. It couldn't have been a more refreshing thing to watch as a Mm -hmm. viewer and as a person who's played with him. He has such a big heart. He really does. And I think that he explains it. Like, he lets competition get the best of him. He always Mm -hmm. is on the defense. He hasn't had the ability to understand and express himself in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. And then comes back on and says all of these things that nobody's heard him say. Like, how can you not look at that? Especially after, think about all of the challengers that come back year after year and literally never mention anything about personal growth. Never Never. I'm like, Polly has now just become an icon. Because how many people need to do that? A lot. There's, I can name 10 on my hands right now. How many people need to fucking self-reflect? So it was so refreshing. And also from a male's perspective, like, what a beautiful thing to see, you know? So I was a fan of it. Absolutely. And it's important that we give people room and space to grow. I know we want to hold everyone accountable, which is important, but I think it also is important to acknowledge if someone feels like they've grown, if they're trying to show that they've grown, then, you know, whatever happened back then, you can't keep holding on to that because at that point, you're the one not growing, not the other person. Um, But we see him, I'm sure he wished he could have grown a little bit in the sense of holding his arm up higher uh, to win the elimination against Bananas. (gasps) That was... That was 
I feel like producers are getting so interesting with these eliminations. Um, well, yeah, okay, fun, ooh, we got some tea. I can see it. Fun anyways. fact. Yes. Bananas and Polly did this exact same elimination on Final Reckoning, except it was it was Bananas versus Natalie, which was Polly's partner, mm-hmm. holding their hands up above, mm-hmm. the, above their heads. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just the first time that Bananas is going against Polly. It's the exact same, same elimination, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. It's like, really what, wild. The, the challenge is just like a big simulation and it's just repeating. It's just it is. It's crazy, all simulation dude. that we're in. It was so wild um, and so well played. And it was so neck and I mean, really was mm. anybody's game. Anybody's game. I would say my one feeling sort of is because they've been targeting you guys, all of the vets in the house, but particularly in sending in bananas because they you know picked his name this week. Last week they picked your name. Mm-hmm. There is something about seeing you guys, the ones that they thought they were getting rid of, like the one that was their initial target to get rid of, coming back and sort of proving to yourself that you guys are icons in this game for a reason, right? Like yeah. they're still, they're just, they're new here still. There's yeah. a reason you guys are icons and it's not because you're afraid of eliminations and it's not because you guys lose a bunch of eliminations. Like you guys are good at what you do. You guys are champions for a reason. So it was nice I hated seeing Polly go, especially in just seeing, like, I think it would have been so yeah. interesting seeing more of how he played this game as it, like, went on. Yeah. But it was nice seeing since so many shots were fired at Bananas. Because I also mm-hmm. think some of those people that are trying to be um, brave behind the group really mm-hmm. are actually not as brave if, as they seem. And therefore, seeing the person they took shots at come back. I think some of them, no spoilers. Tori is notorious for giving spoilers. No spoilers, but I see, but I feel like some of them are going to start to fold because the roach they're trying to kill, which would be you and bananas, isn't dying. So I feel like they're going to, but we'll see. Okay. We have a long interview for you guys, but a really exciting Mm -hmm. one. Before we get into that, you know, we have to get into our gold star of the week and our time out. I'm going to kick it over to my girl, Tori, so she can tell us who her recipients are. I got to give, uh, again, I've done this before, the entire timeout goes to the green team because they absolutely <laughs> shit the bed. And I loved it. So it's yeah. it's partially a gold star, but mm-hmm. it's also it's also my timeout. My gold star, it has to go to Banana Man. Like, mm-hmm. it has to, like, like come on. The house, is, the house wants you out of the game. You, you're still in the game. You go up against somebody who used to be your arch nemesis. So it goes, it, and then also he had a nice little sweet talk with Polly at the end, which, yeah, is, which was really I like sweet. that. That was so really I sweet. Think I think yeah, like bananas and, and Polly can share the the beautiful moment, and I think we can give the shit moment to the green team. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say my honorable mention for gold star goes to the producer who decided the music uh, engineer who decided to play that Godfather like music during Bananas three minute monologue. If you don't remember, please go back and rewatch it. It's hilarious as he rants about why he should be saved. I mean, I get it; I'd be upset too, but it's just very very funny. Uh, funny. So that yes, that gets a little bit of my gold star um, or an honorable mention i'd say my time out goes to uh, you know i don't want to say it goes to Corey because it's like i understand and fessy i understand why like i get it they have to play their own game because it is technically an individual game i get it but i just feel like particularly with fessy even and i know there are conversations happening in the house that we're not seeing either so there's that but i don't know i just feel like even if they were playing a different game, they didn't ha- like they could have done it in a way to where it didn't look like they didn't care. What I mean is mm. bananas blew back on them so hard because like you even said, Tori, you didn't realize Corey had other conversations and other whatever's going on. Yeah. Um. So I didn't love that. Also, 
part of the timeout goes to bananas and his rant. I get being mad, but he did kind of sound like a big crybaby, being like, why is everybody coming back at me? Like, this is going to backfire yeah. on you. Um, if they win bananas, it will not backfire on them because they won, yeah. which is what they're trying to do. So technically, right. you know. Um, and then Gold Star has to go to... It actually goes to the rookies as a whole because they're organized as hell. And it's not that I'm like on the outside, but I respect how organized they are in their voting Mm -hmm. and getting things done and checking it off the list. Like that's how you do it. So props to you guys. I want to respect it so bad. Yeah. And I do. And I do. Yeah. But you know. If it was your kids, if it was like your little children, if it was my children, I'd be so proud. I'd be so proud. Yeah. Yeah. So so they get gold star. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that um, like there's a lot to cover in this episode and I'm so thankful that Paulie's coming on to give us the goods. He hasn't been on the podcast. I don't think ever. Right? No. He has not. Ever. Ever. And there's been a lot of chatter. Oh, I know Reddit's about to be on fire today. Uh, So get ready. Get ready to take notes. Uh, We have a lot that we are going to cover with Polly. Grab a snack. Get comfy. And buckle up. When we come back, we have an amazing interview for you with Polly. Carlos King, Hanny. I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I have produced high-profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've created shows such as Netflix's Styling Hollywood, OWN's number one rated love and marriage Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leakes, Teresa Judice, and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade. And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own love and marriage franchise and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. This challenger, this is his fourth season. He's been to two finals. He's been on Final Reckoning, War of the Worlds 1, War of the Worlds 2. He is truly, truly a beast of a competitor. And this is his return back to the challenge in years. Welcome, Polly Calafuri. Yeah! Uh, I tried so hard to get you to mess up if my video was on and you were able to see me. But thank you for that intro. Oh, I saw. Let's go. <laughs> I saw. I'm like, just trying to keep my my eyes on the script off of you. Polly's over here making faces. Polly, it's great to have you back. How does it feel to be back? Man, I mean, it feels great. I, it was a lot of mixed emotions as we as yeah. we saw uh, play out. I didn't really know um, where my headspace was going to be at. I mean, thank you for that introduction. Uh, I, I think I lived so long with a, with a chip on my shoulder, like trying to prove something. I never really gave myself the credit of uh, being a good um, competitor or being like a beast of a competitor. Um, and I, and I think that that's something that all athletes kind of deal with. If you don't win, you know, like every season you lose, you're just kind of like, mm, I don't care what happened that season. Like I was bad, you know? And, and, you know, obviously with the, with the people who you go against, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. So like when you lose, like your enemies are going to be like, yeah, you suck, like blah, 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 blah. And you know, yeah. it's like, 
using that as motivation to train. So it's like, you never really like forget those things. Um, you know, but what I kind of found like going into this is like, I stopped listening to those voices. I was kind of like, you know what, like, I'm going to just train for me, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to just take yeah. that. I'm going to, I'm going to go into this. And then going back, it, it was so emotional, like, uh, hearing TJ's voice, um, getting those butterflies, like before you go to a daily, um, you know, getting those butterflies, like the night of elimination, you know, like I, I really like to take like a routine, like disciplined approach to like everything. So like, you know, you probably saw it more this season than you did every, any season where it's like, I had the same routine before every daily and every elimination, whether I thought I was going in or not. And, yeah. uh, and that's like, that's fun uh, to me. I, I missed that. Uh, I miss it a lot. So it felt really great to be back. Yeah. What do you feel, Polly, led to your return this time? Was it a choice on your part? Was it a choice on, you know, the challenges part? Was it both? Like what kind of what occurred and why did you take such a long break from the challenge? Um, Listen, I think the people spoke, you know, I think I think they missed a little bit of chaos um, that I brought in my original seasons. I hate to disappoint, you know, everybody on, on that aspect of things. Um, you know, but it, it was, it, it was a much needed, uh, break, um, for me, uh, obviously a lot of things in the world were like going on that were like added stressors to everything. And I was like, I don't know if I'm in like the right, um, headspace where like, if I go back, I could just like kind of compete, uh, amicably. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I come from like that type of athlete. First of all, I'm from New Jersey. Um, you know, I'm Italian. Shout out New Jersey. Yeah. Like <laughs> shout, shout, out shout out New Jersey. Um, yeah, I'm Italian and I was involved in high level sports since I was like six years old. Like it, mm -hmm. it is nonstop. Like I was a high level wrestler throughout like all of my younger years into like my high school years. You know, I was always away traveling with soccer, like on the national team and all that stuff, like throughout my younger years. And you almost have to develop this, um, you know, this, this, you have to grow up fast. Um, and mm -hmm. kids are, kids are mean, like when you're young yeah. and everything, and you kind of build this wall, um, around yourself of like, well, if I just become better than them, then they can't say anything. They almost, they can't hurt me. Um, you know, and I, and I wanted to stop bringing that to competition shows that I did because even from the first one that I ever did with big brother, I, you know, like at first it was fun and I was having a good time and it was great. And then all of a sudden I switched into like competition mode and I was like, I need to eliminate everybody. I need to get everybody out of here and I'm going to talk smack and I'm going to play mind games and I'm going to get in their head. Like same thing on my first season of the challenge. Like I came in um, and I was I, I was kind of goofy and I was friendly mm -hmm. with everybody. But then the second that like I, I got involved in, you know, getting thrown in, I just switched into what I know, yeah. like what protects me, what protects my, uh, you know, mental space and what keeps me in that. And then leading into every season, it was the same thing because it was always that side of it where after final reckoning, like everybody, every single challenger was like, he will never make it and he will never last on a real season of the challenge like put him on like what we had to survive through like he will never ever ever last right so then it's like going into war of the world's one i wanted to make a statement and i wanted to prove a point and i trained like an absolute animal going into war of the world's one in that season i controlled the whole game because i won seven dailies which like had never been done before ever 
like as an individual or a pairing, like teams, like they've mm-hmm. won, I think the record was like 13, which I was trying to break on War of the Worlds 2, but I think we only got to 11. Um, and, you know, going into that season, people were like, oh, like, you know, look what happens if your friends aren't there. It's like, all right. And then I, you know, wanted to show that I could be strategic in that. And then I like look back going into this one um, and I was like, man, like that was just tiring. It was just really tiring. And um, and I just want to be able to compete for the sake of competing. When you look at all the greats that do anything, um, they're never sitting there like being like, oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this because like, fuck that person and fuck that person. Like they're just genuinely going right to be the best just because they love what they do. And I had to right. have that self-reflection it was like, I actually love competing in this. I love playing this game. So why am I going into it with like such a chip on my shoulder? Like, like, mm-hmm. like I hate everyone you know and obviously i i needed that time i think for therapy and everything yeah i think you deserve so much credit for this like i can't even think about the amount of people who have consistently done the challenge and who like actually decide to go home and like work on what they've seen on the edit mm-hmm. like it takes a lot of courage and then to not only do that to come back and to publicly admit that you're working on yourself, like that's massive. And I think for a man like you, who is very alpha male, a great competitor, all of these things to see this soft side of you and then to have you open up more, like it's this whole other side of Polly. And regardless of how long you were on this season for, like for me, it was like, how could the viewers not be impacted by this? Like that's such a powerful thing to express. I I I actually think that that was the strongest thing, like of all the things you've described that you've done, and the accomplishments, which are wonderful. I think actually, at least in my opinion, the strongest, most sort of masculine, if you will, thing you could do was shake the idea or the importance of other people's opinions and be honest and vulnerable about what you were feeling, what you learned and the journey that you were on. Like that is something that has an effect tenfold even beyond yourself and it's authentic, you know? Like you'll always... I mean, look, I wouldn't know because I, uh, uh, I mean, I used to play sports as a kid and win, but certainly not on the challenge. Um, but I'm happy with my third place. But I'd like to believe that most people that are very, very accomplished athletes who are at the top of their game and also at peace, and that's the key piece, they are at peace, are ones, and this is sort of in line with what you said, are ones who genuinely are focused on their own growth and their own truth and they're playing to beat themselves they're not playing to prove something to anyone else because the minute that your energy or your attention is on someone else you're either carrying an additional weight of that person that they don't have or your focus can't fully be on the thing you're trying to accomplish and achieve and so watching you come in here and say look Um, you know, I want to adapt my game. I'm coming in here with a clear head. I'm going to be smart about it is, and sure, luck and all of that sort of plays a part with the hopper and, you know, whatever, and who gets picked. Uh, The beanbag was that close. Yeah. And for those of you who can't see the videos, one centimeter. I have so many questions about that and the smell. I really want to know about the smell of that. that. I feel like it had to be gross, but we'll get Uh, Fortunate enough, it missed me. And whatever did hit me, I mean, it hit me, but we had that yeah. suit on. So when I took the suit off, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I'd have to imagine you coming back home smelling like fish. I mean, I know Car would still love you, but I feel like she'd be like, ew, you know, like back up a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be like, you know, you need to wash that thing. <laughs> but um, wait, can I, can I just touch on this for a sec? Because I feel like TJ told us that it was sludge. I don't remember him ever saying it was fish guts. Did he say that there? I, 
I, I don't, I, you know what, listen, usually when it comes to these seasons, like my memory is pretty, pretty photographic. Um, like I can recall everything this season. I, I, and I think it's because I actually like went there and just like had a, a genuine good time and like genuine mm. fun. Mm-hmm. I remember more so not even the little details of things, but more so like kind of the connections I made with people. Like, you know, obviously this, this didn't make the couple, like when I got eliminated, like I, almost everybody standing up on the sand like ran down and hugged me and i like i started i started crying because i was like you know and johnny was like sitting there hugging me afterwards and i'm like sitting there i'm like what world am i living in where people are actually sad to see me leave yeah Uh, you know a show and like uh, you know it really um it goes to show you like you know there's two the saying of like the two wolves right like you feed the good wolf or the bad wolf and that's the one that owns the day on that mm-hmm. day, um, you know, and and touching back on your point, Devin, um, you know, I do I do think that it was really uh, that it was a big thing, like, and that was my main thing coming into this of like, you know, what what is like, you know, the actual uh, you know definition of like a strong alpha uh, presence and like what mm-hmm. masculinity is, and I dove into that being like, you know, it's it's somebody that's like a you know can get along with everybody that's a protector that like focuses on. Uh, themselves doesn't really focus on all the other things and I think transitioning out of that like toxic masculine mindset of like kill 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 mm-hmm. um you know that develops not only it wasn't just through you know athletics like um you know growing up in New Jersey like there's you know it's it's tough right like people bully each other people mm-hmm. get into fights and everything and and I it never was one to like, you know, make fun of people. I was never one to like, you know, say things, but like if people picked on me and people um, were bullying me, I just fought back like with my fists and I fought Mm -hmm. back, um, you know, with that. And like, that's a very old school mentality. And then that translated into athletics where it's like, if you played against people, you had to not just win and you didn't have to just beat them. You had to dominate them. Like it was almost like this war mentality that like you didn't need to have. Um, So once I was able to separate that, um, confidence, competition, and success can happen without those other things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was such a huge game changer for me. Um, you know, and once again, like, you know, the whole, uh, like being able to come out and actually talk about like, you know, my sexuality and being able to dress the mm-hmm. way that I always right. dressed my entire life. Um, when I ever, when I first came onto TV, I didn't dress that way because I was like, oh, how are people going to look? Uh, Mm -hmm. at me but like I always dressed like my favorite lead singers growing up who all Mm -hmm. I thought were like hypersexual beings and they all wore women's clothes Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. you look at like the lead singers of like Motley Crue, Aerosmith, uh, you know Freddie Mercury who is a gay Mm -hmm. icon like those like these were all the people that like I grew up not just loving their music but I grew up idolizing them and the stage presence that they had and just commanding the audiences that they have and even as an athlete like I loved like trying to command that same like presence um Mm -hmm. yeah and like when I had athletics I loved it because I was like I could dress however I want off the field because people watch me play and like they're like damn he's good when Um, you came into the house did you make the decision that you were going to have that conversation around your sexuality and be so open or was that a game time decision like as you were prepping to literally walk in the house so you've flown out they've stolen your phone you know all the prep work that goes into getting ready to go in the challenge house what conversations did you have in your mind about what your boundaries would be this season or did you just roll with it as you got into the house honestly I just kind of rolled with it because like I think the environment kind of sets the tone and and like I said like 
throughout all of like the therapy sessions and everything, like what I truly learned was something that I feel like I always knew, which was like, you control uh, the environment, right? Like you control how you react to things. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so all this time of like doing these things and kind of keeping it like, you know, all suppressed, it's because I wasn't really controlling the environment in terms of keeping it a peaceful place. You know, like the walls would come up, something would Mm -hmm. like immediately uh you know trigger me like even if it was something like little and i'd be like that's it gotta fuck you up like Mm -hmm. sorry um you know what i mean and i think this time around and like i got like this house was more stressful than any of the houses that i had ever been in but it seems like it. i I never felt i never felt stressed like this this mirrored like a big brother house almost it was so small and condensed in terms of the hallways the -hmm. doors actually shut um Mm -hmm. You know, and like you could hear everybody talking everywhere and any commonplaces, everybody was able to just walk in and then immediately like that just starts the paranormal everywhere. And, you know, I, I felt accomplished that people were coming to me in the house being like, you know, you seem like a place of Zen. And yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, that's crazy because nobody would ever yeah. say that from past seasons. And, um, you know, this was my question, at least for you, because. When you walked into a regular challenge season and you see people who have done like real world, are you the one, the challenge? And then, you know, you came from Big Brother. But now you're walking into a challenge season full of Big Brother players, full of other people who have been on CBS. Did it feel different walking in? Like, did you feel like maybe more safe because this is kind of your home ground? Um, I don't know. You know, here's 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 the thing. Like when I walked in, I, first of all, once again, I was just shocked that people were like giving me my, my roses. So, to speak. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, cause, and, and like, once again, what people don't understand about the challenges, like there is a lot of psychological stuff goes into it. So if you could take out a good competitor by mentally getting in their head before they get into a rhythm, like you mm-hmm. won. And like, that's something that I've leveraged and utilized on any season that I did. Um, and come in and like I feel as though like that would happen to me like going into every season it would just be like you suck you suck you suck I'd show up and be like you're you suck you suck you suck and you know I I always put up the wall because I was like oh they're just trying to they're just trying to get to me they're trying to break me I'm not gonna let them break me um and it was weird this time around like going in and like the CBS people were the ones coming up to me and being like dude you're a legend and I was like what I was like what like I even had conversations with like Wes and Johnny where they were just like yeah, no, we only told you that you were bad because we didn't want you to actually think you were good. You know what of I mean? Course. And I'm like sitting yeah, there being like, course. I'm sitting there being like, oh, well, guys, we could have been way more cooler, <laughs> like way, like way sooner. I was like, I was like, listen, I was like, yeah. I never wanted to like put you guys on defense mode. I said I, I always wanted to give you guys credit for what it was. I said, and maybe I came across too aggressive, being like, if you're not gonna pass the torch, I'm taking it. You know what I mean? And like, it should have been like, oh, you're not giving me credit for being good. Well, I'm going to force you to say I'm good by sending you home or making these calls. And this time around, I was like, damn, I was like, actually, guys, all I really wanted for you guys to say was like, hey, listen, you've got potential. You're good. But Polly, um, it's not as good as don't us, say but... <laughs> your name that you should worry. It's when people aren't checking for you. And then we'll dig into because so much happened in this episode. Um, but when you were talking about sort of, you know, hate and love are kind of like, or what opposite side of the same coin indifference is the real issue so when they're not talking about you if bananas if you're not on bananas radar that's the indicator that he sees you as no challenge that you mean him nothing. going yeah, at nothing. you all those past yeah. times and i know hindsight is easy but like that means that he a hundred percent saw you as a threat and was threatened by it's you true 
I don't know about you guys, but I need to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Carlos King Hanny. I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I have produced high-profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've created shows such as Netflix's Styling Hollywood, OWN's number one rated love and marriage Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leakes, Teresa Judai, and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking betrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade. And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own love and marriage franchise and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Now, as a viewer, since I wasn't there, I want to I'd be remiss if we didn't get to like digging deep into some of what happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. First question kind of goes to what Tori said a little bit before about the fact that you two are kind of in a hybrid position, which could work to your advantage at the moment, right? Because you come from CBS, but then you also are a longtime challenger. Did you feel as this like all out attack started happening on the vets, right? And you started seeing, I'm sure started hearing that and seeing that. How did you feel initially? Did you feel like you would still kind of be safe? Did you feel like, oh, I got to protect the vets? Like, how did you play that? I... I didn't, to be honest. I mean, I think the first uh, elimination was the only time I had no votes on my name. I had Mm -hmm. votes on my name every other elimination. And it was tough coming into this house because I actually I knew the I knew the vets more than I knew the CBS Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. like on Big Brother Survivor and all that. But also I was caught up in a lot of conversations everywhere. So I almost felt like on the Big Brother Survivor Amazing Race side, they were looking at me as lead the charge. Mm. And like, you know, and it was almost like, we're watching you. We're hyper fixated on you. If you don't lead this charge, you're yeah. next, right? Yeah. And yeah. and then it was like looking at the vets where I was like, Tori doesn't like me. Johnny doesn't like me. Josh doesn't like me. Wes is Wes. Um, never played with John A before. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. you know, and like Amanda, we've never been on opposite ends of things. Right. But her relationship with Carl, I was like, well, where, where do I stand there? Right. And like, mm-hmm. you know, the first vote was like pretty eye opening on my side because having no votes on my name was kind of like, oh, okay. Like are the vets kind of cease firing because they almost need, you know, yes. the, the, the numbers, the, 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 <laughs> yes. the, the middle people to go. <laughs> and then I kind of like looked where all the balls kind of went on that side. I'm like, all right, well, like this you know, the big brother survivor, amazing race people, they're not all completely unified. Mm-hmm. I said, so why am I, I said, why am I going to be the one that like almost revives this flame and like leads this charge and like, you know, almost yeah, steps right. up and is like, if any, if anybody doesn't yeah. vote for the vets, I'm coming for you. Like I felt yeah. like that was the case on my side. Um, you know, and I did what I did to try and stay as not seen as possible, but yeah, um, that, that didn't work. 
Like, I mean, I feel like it kind of did a little bit. I mean, again, that hopper will get you every time. But yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, I I like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Did. I was. I was sitting in a good position, mm-hmm. but the, the but, hopper got me. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I spill some tea? Yes, please do. We love so it. obviously, unfortunately, Polly goes home. But after Polly was gone. Well, no. Oh, we kidding. No, no, you see not. that. Tori notoriously gives spoilers, you guys. So I always oh like, she gives spoilers oh, to me. And I said, no spoilers. I'm closing my ears off. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, so, Polly, it was said in the house. And, like, you know, people can say whatever they want to say when after people leave. So that's why I want to give you the opportunity to address it. Mm. People were saying that you were going around talking to other like survivors and big brothers telling them to vote vets but then weren't voting vets is that true mm. so man it's tough i don't now you want me to give away how i how i play the game strategy yes, we do. wise don't worry yeah it's just us on, nobody's, uh, over. nobody's here so, it's just the three of us yeah, it's just the three of us <laughs> until everybody listens um <laughs> you know so i in the, in the time that i was there right my main focus was building relationships with everybody, as many Mm -hmm. people as possible, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when people start pulling you into conversations, like this game to me felt like Big Brother. Like Mm -hmm. 1000%, like it didn't feel like a a challenge. Um, You know, normally like in in challenge games, which is what I personally loved more than Big Brother is it's like, you gotta say it with your chest. Mm -hmm. And you gotta gotta be like, I I did that, I said that. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And like the thing is, before before I even had a chance to enter the house, mm-hmm. they were all coming up to me and being like, So, so you're gonna lead this charge, huh? And I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like, I'm sitting there like, huh? I'm like, and I'm sitting there like been from uh, yeah, of course, yeah, this is me. And like even like when the vets <laughs> first got there, like Wes had said something to me that was like, You're in so much trouble. I was like, Yeah, so are you guys. And like, they were kind of like, oh, and I'm like sitting there and then I'd like gone up and I had these conversations with like Josh, um, Corey, Wes, um, and Johnny. And I'm like, guys, I said, me and Josh are in a very interesting position. I said, because we're being looked at like, like, yeah, which mm-hmm. way, which way are they floating? And nobody really looks at us as like riding, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, so for me, I was part of plenty of conversations, right? But the first thing that I learned was like, listen, I'm going to let people suggest things. Mm. I'm going to smile and nod. Mm. And then I'm going to keep my cards close to my chest because it's so early in this game that I don't Mm -hmm. need to say or initiate anything. But I'm going to talk to the I'm going to talk to the vets, too. And I'm Mm going to see where they're at because everybody knows if there's one giant side, but not everybody's there. Like, that's how I was able to gather numbers on War of the Worlds, too. It seemed like there was one giant side. But I was noticing who was on the bottom of everywhere else. And I was like, hey, come over here. Like, don't you don't have to vote now. But like, when the time comes, like, just give me a vote. And I'll like, look at you and nod and be like, it's time. So you're saying that big you know? brotherness of you, you identify as a challenger largely, but you're saying that that big brotherness of you still comes out from time to time. Polly is what that's what I'm hearing is that what, what, you're, what you're hearing is I tried my best to keep myself safe first uh-huh. and like, kind of uh-huh. be like, yeah, 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 let me get some numbers because like, other people were in those conversations. Well, of course. Um, yeah. You know, who like, I was like, all right, we're all playing the same similar mm-hmm. game here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see where this game of telephone goes. Right. Um, and what made me realize, which ultimately was like, yo, I need to kind of ride with the vets, mm-hmm. was it kept coming back to me, like from people who I had on the veteran side, um, like, yo, people are saying you're leading the charge. And I'm like, okay, 
I said, mm. I know for a fact that I'm not the one bringing this up to lead the they're charge. They're trying to use you as a shield. I said, yeah, I said, so like, they yeah. want me as a shield so that mm, it's kind of like the, down, the fall guy. Well, it's mm -hmm. like, we want to take shots at the vet, but we know if we make him the hyperfixated yeah. thing, they already have a reason to want to take shots at him. So I was right. like, man, I, I was like, I can't get played like this. Right. I was yeah. Like, but, not but, by any newbies. You can't I mean, go out. Listen, but... Hold on. Those Survivor and Big Brother players are. But they're newbies very to good. the challenge, which, by the way, Bananas made a comment in here, which is very interesting, as we saw Bananas sort of unravel, um, which <laughs> I would amazing. ask you both about that being there in that moment. Um, so, but Bananas made a comment when he started to get really mad and he was like, you guys are letting, when he was yelling at Fessy and uh, Corey, and he was like, you guys are letting them come in here and take over our game. I don't know if you guys caught that line, but it was a I very interesting, authentic moment of like where his mindset is and how mad he was. What was yeah. it like being in the house, hearing Bananas really just kind of have a meltdown like that? I mean, I loved it because I uh, <laughs> like was feeling it. I just didn't have the. Yeah. Uh, I you know I still had my wa my wall up, so I was like, I'm not gonna let him know. I feel like a bitch inside right now. Like, yeah. But I loved it. I was feeling everything he was saying. You know, I think when you put so many years into this game, you always want to be the one on top. And yeah. so when you get the the rug pulled from under you, you have to recalibrate. It's not the best feeling, but um, you know. Yeah, yeah, we we did our we did our best. I mean, I think I think my conversations with Johnny is what ultimately, you know, flipped my mindset of like kind of playing this middle esque game because mm -hmm, I yeah. sat there and my light bulb went off and I was like, well, hold on a minute, all of you, CBS people. I said, <laughs> not to be an asshole, but I kind of paved the way for you guys. Yeah, in the, in the sense, in the go sense on. where go no, but hold on, like I went through hell. Yeah. On my first three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It was not fun. I did not no. come in. I had no friends. Not only did I have no friends in the game, but outside of the game, every single challenger was like, you don't belong here. Get off of our show. Like, you you don't belong here. This is our show, not yours. And I said, well, guys, I kind of relate to this more than I relate to Big Brother. I didn't like Big Brother. I like this. You know what I mean? Um, right. So going into that game and being like, damn, they're they're really trying to set me up to be like the, the shield, the fall guy. I was like, damn, like yeah. that, that's cold. You know what that's I mean? Cold. And like, for me, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to sit here and, and kind of be like, whatever. It's like, I don't know if I would team up with CBS, people, you know, like moving forward. Yeah. You know so what this I mean? Is my next. Yeah, I feel you. I, I feel you. Oh, I feel you hard. Um, my next question going forward is like, so like you unfortunately were only on for three episodes mm -hmm. and you played a very safe and the safest strategic game you could have played. Had you had the ability to go back in time, mm -hmm. would you do something different knowing that your time was going to be short? No, you can't do that any any time. Like whatever happened, happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even mm -hmm. looking back and being like, yeah, my time was short. Like I knew what my next moves were going to be. Like I love looking mm -hmm. at each game like a chessboard, right? Yeah. And the thing is, it's like what happened was, it's like I was playing chess and the hopper was like, fuck your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Bitch left you, took your board and just threw it in the pool. <laughs> yeah, like that's what happened. But I was like sitting there and even going into that elimination, I was like, whoever wins this elimination between Johnny and myself, I said, actually, mm -hmm. actually has the best, best position in the game. Like in my head, 
like it may have looked like I was staring through Johnny's soul, but I was like, it really did. By the yeah. way, in that montage, <laughs> I, I really was actually did. I was looking him in the eyes because I was sitting there in my head being like, "You're in pain." Oh, I could I feel it. I could pain. feel it. Over I was like trying to man- I was trying to calling. manifest the pain in him. I was like, "You're hurting right now. Your back <laughs> wow. is hurting right now." I'm like, "Your your arm, your shoulder doesn't want to be sore tomorrow. Like you just want to like you're having a miserable time here. It's cold." <laughs> The showers are cold. Everybody's ganging up on you. You don't want yeah. to go back into this. Like I'm sitting there yeah. saying that, but in my head, I'm also like, dude, if you win this elimination, you have a very good shot. Like me personally, this is not being cocky or anything. I said, very good shot of like going the distance here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, listen, that just goes to show you that like sometimes fate has other plans for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that almost having that humbling moment, that humbling experience and having it be against, um, you know, Johnny, where, like I said, before I went into the elimination, I said, this is, this is where it ends. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. It's the, the culmination in, in of the all sand. those years of, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just, and and it was beautiful to see. It really was. And it was beautiful to yeah. see you guys. I always get emotional at these moments, but I just love to, I love good sportsmanship. And so seeing you yeah. guys hug, seeing you get the validation you had been wanting so long and seeing, yeah, yeah it was just all. It was all beautiful. And then also what's weird about this season, it's making me feel mixed emotions. It's like when I go to see a suspense or like a really scary movie, which I usually don't want to go and my husband drags me kicking and screaming, but then I also get into (laughs) it once I'm watching it. That's what I feel about this season, the challenge, because on one hand, it's very suspenseful and I kind of do love that I can't tell what's going to happen except for any spoilers Tori gives um, <laughs> because the rookies are so organized and they're so yeah. smart about it and they're not just complaining, they're making moves but in like a smart way and so I both hate it because I love the vets. I know you guys are, fa- you know, that's a part of my family too. I've been with the MT family for 14 plus going on 15 years now and it's a very long time and so I like love them but I also like this shakeup. but you guys have become the underdogs for the first time ever which is weird so it's like this whole emotional turmoil going on watching the season it like hurts so good um in a way and that was true watching your elimination round Polly, as well and it sucks because it's like they keep getting two vets in and I just I like want I want it not to be two vets like down there you know know. in in the thing but um but it's also probably the thing that really was needed all these years, um, which is cool. What does it feel like for both of you guys? Because I feel like, Tori, you kind of mentioned it too, being the underdogs for one, going from champions or, you know, Polly, I know you haven't won a season, but you two are a very accomplished challenger. Mm-hmm. And now you're like an underdog this season. What is What does that feel like? I, I, I kind of, I prefer it that way. I mean, like, I, I feel like that, that's what made me into the challenger that I was. I mean, I was like, the, mm. I was the redemption house King that, um, you know, somehow made it out, made the final came into the next season by himself really. And was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make it to the end. And then came in this season after that and was like, Oh man, I'm outnumbered here. How do I get the numbers? Um, I know it, you know, sometimes it's hard when, you know, when it's, when you're blinded by like the aggressive gameplay. Um, but like, it feels good to be an underdog. And that's why I'm sitting here being like, you know, like CBS is, is where I came from, right? Big brother Mm -hmm. is where I came from. But if y'all are going to, you know, come in here and almost kind of be like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Thank you for opening the door a little bit. Um, Now go fuck yourself. 
it's going to make me feel a certain type of way. And, you know, I, I, I would prefer to be the underdog and, and go against a whole group of, of people who maybe don't want me around at all. Ooh, so it um, sounds like now it's Polly instead of Polly versus the challengers, it's Polly versus uh, the CVS Big it Brother could... Survivor Amazing Race people. What was, right. it, what was that? What was that Michael Jordan thing in uh in the last instance where he's like, and I took that personal. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I, I know I've had all this growth and I shouldn't be taking things personal anymore, but it's a little personal. Yeah. Like I, I saw votes come my way from big brother people. I was like, ah, yeah, who, it doesn't feel who great. Was the third vote. I feel like it was Wes. No, no, no way. No, no way, dude. No, right. no. Thank God. No way. I mean, I don't know because I, I don't know, but I don't know. They didn't I don't show even a third remember. Vote. Who, I was like, who was it? I don't even remember who I voted for. Like it yeah. definitely wasn't you. I I told you that day that I wasn't going to vote. No, for no, 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 no. Sitting on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, what a season. Yeah, it was, dude. I think, like, ultimately, it's, like, to watch it back and to, like, think about it. And Devin and I mentioned this the first two episodes. Like, the, in the very first elimination, it was Michelle. That's somebody who's been on a challenge before. Then it was mm-hmm. me and John A, two vets. Now mm-hmm. it's you and Bananas. It's like, holy crap. I know mm-hmm. that they want us out of the show, but sure, are they giving us this season? Like, the yeah. vets are – the vet, this is, like, it's not, a you know, the underdog. It's a tough path to walk, but it's the most glorified one. And even if you don't come out on top – Think about how many people are going to be rooting for you coming forward when you do come back, Polly. You know, I, I've never thought of it this way. Like this, I, you know, I spoiler, you know, I like <laughs> I always take it after every season. I do talk to a therapist, like regardless of what it may smart, seem like. Or very, very I just do smart. it just to make sure I'm all right. And like this time around, I was like, I was like, guys, I was like, I don't even care that I lost to somebody who we've had so much history. I said, this is the first time I've ever like went home early in like anything in my life, like stemming back Mm -hmm. to like wrestling tournaments when I was six and seven years old, soccer tournaments Mm -hmm. when I was like that age, I, I never, I never went out that early. That was something, a process where I was like, Mm -hmm. how do you bounce back from something like that? Like how, and you know, and then I'm like, well, all right, man. I mean, like if you ever really do want to be a champion and like be considered really great, like you have to bounce back from this, but I don't know how it gets perceived as an underdog because I have never been in that situation before. All right, we need to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy. Now let's talk about this daily, all right? When you guys showed up, you see Mm. boats, you Mm -hmm. hear capsizing. It looks gray and cold. I'm going to just say that wasn't there, but it looked cold. Tori's hair was blowing lusciously in the wind. Um, uh, what are you all's thoughts with when TJ explains what you're going to have to do in today's daily challenge? Brutal. It, yeah. it was brutal. I, I had been leading the charge of uh, morning cold plunges with the whole house. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. So I was okay. I was like sitting there being like, well, thank God we did that. I said, but I also yeah. helped like half of the people that I'm going against here. Um, yeah yeah but it was so cold outside the only thing Mm -hmm. that i could think of before going in the water and after getting out of the water was like how am i gonna not freeze watching the other teams go 
Oh, I mean, you were you were such a fast swimmer, and obviously you guys had to go first. But watching you from the stands, I was like, wow, like Polly's really Polly's got it. Like Mm -hmm. it was just another reminder of why Josh picked you first (laughs) as his, or you know, like I'm like I get it. That was that was a strategic play by that kid. I like I got to give him credit for that because that. Ultimately, that probably could have changed the game in terms of how I might have played. Exactly. Being mm. being on another team, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, let's say if I was on a team with, like, Wes or Corey, like, would they have been the devils in my ear to just be like, Bananas and Josh, Bananas and Josh. Maybe. Who knows? Me. You know Who what knows, I mean? Right. Like, get, yeah. get us in with the CBS people. Fuck those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Right. Um, it's crazy how, how fate works, man. But, yeah, I mean, I listen, y'all sleep on me as a swimmer. I mean, like, I was right behind Jordan on all them seasons, too. Dude, you you're a be- you were a beast. I mean, ultimately, like that that was super cold. Like I just remember being in the water and like, holy crap, I can't wait for this to be over. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the joy of winning was not nearly as good as the joy of green team losing because watching uh-huh. them, <laughs> watching them struggle. I mean, you mm-hmm. had you have to understand, I was bitter because I had to yes, understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, personal. It's fair. It was oh, just it was partially bitter. personal, but yeah, it was like it. the you know, you I know. took it personal. Yeah, you know? See, yeah. You, you get me. You get me. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. So, but like, yeah, that was that was epic. That was an mm-hmm. epic feeling. It made mm-hmm. it worth it to. I mean, I think the green team took like we took what thirty six minutes. You guys took forty three. I think they took like fifty it, minutes. It was over oh an hour. Gosh. I think TJ almost had in to call that it because like, they the, started yes, shivering. I mean, like, thank God we had wetsuits on, but even then they didn't have the sleeves on, so all of us had rashes. Like, yeah, it was a long long day at first we were um, cracking jokes at green and then it got to a point where we were like "Ooh, just please finish oh yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, you guys wanted to go into the warmth too like be done yeah. standing out there yeah my Absolutely. favorite thing is that they were in there for 50 minutes and still got one wrong <laughs> like, they could have they could have gone way slower i think what happens when people are in water and it's mm-hmm. cold it just gets your mind just starts to shut off like yeah. it was a brutal challenge a happy happy to get it over with and out of the way I mean, oh, both yeah. of you guys do well, though, in cold water, to be fair, because, yeah. Tori, we saw you on Ride or Dies doing that cold plunge bath with Devin like you guys were sitting at a spa getting a two-for-one spa treatment. Yeah. Like it was no big deal when it was cold as hell. So clearly yeah. you guys are abnormal. You and... know, I have a little fat on my body, and it's a good thing. Like, I'm a Hungarian woman. I'm built for this kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, that explains so much. <laughs> like, that explains so much. <laughs> I'm Hungarian, baby. Put me in the cold water. Water. Oh my god! <laughs> Hungarians listening to this are gonna be like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" They literally. Oh, are. this one wants to go into the. This one wants to go into the cold water. I don't know if that's a Hungarian accent, but might have been German. I don't know. It was. Close. Could have been German. I don't know. Polly, what is she you talking had... about? We do not like the cold water. She's crazy. <laughs> If you had won this uh, elimination, let's play it out. We don't know what happens next week because the editors decided to leave us on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, well, not next week. Technically this week, I think, because there's two episodes. So at least that's good. But if you had won <clears throat> against Bananas, would you have defected? And if so, what team would you have gone to? No spoilers. Um, yeah, I was 100% defecting. I was going to go to the Where blue team. I was going to the blue team. 1,000%. Yeah! Okay. Who are uh, you going to kick off with the blue team? I was uh, I was going to remove uh, Sebastian. Wow. He, yeah, because 
uh, dude, I don't want, I don't want to give uh, how how I do it. So, but anyway, so obviously, you know, uh, Tori and Sebastian were uh, very close in terms of like yeah, allies. We know. They were close, <laughs> right? Oh God. You know, we weren't that close, guys. There was no kissing at this Damn. point. How, mm. However, one of my one of my go to moves that I've always done in past seasons is I will target people's somewhat number ones in order to detach them to pull them closer to me. So basically, you break up happy homes. Please, Sebastian was not my number one. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Hold on, my number no, I know, one. I know who your number one was, but let's say oh, theoretic- theoretically, I wasn't going after that person. Yeah, who why, would, why, would I, why would I do that? But on who your... was Tori's number one? Hold on, sorry. Who was we? We don't like any any tea left unspilled. Back up. Who was Tori's number one? Uh, on, the, on the male or female side? Male. Johnny. Okay. Ah. <laughs> it's just... and... He has me pinned. <laughs> and who was Tori's number was one the, on the female side? It was the shocker right there. Um, <laughs> well. I know that she. I mean, no one. Well, I had no. You're close to you're close to Johnny. Um, okay, and then where? What no, happened? Ex- well, no, exactly. Exactly. I mean, she's yeah. close Once until again, she gets in an elimination that, or But that's over. exactly that's exactly why people probably made that happen, right? Like so, and it wasn't anything to do with that, but they were they were close, which means that she always had a vote to always use whenever mm. she needed it, right? So if I could have mm. split that to another team then that's a vote that she doesn't have in a setting where like gotcha. it went wins, and yep. then also you know somewhere else like on another team if there was a way to just um you know and i love sebastian. or would it I like, have strengthened I say, her I, I love sebastian i do love i do love me some sea bass <laughs> do you yeah tori do you love him as well are we using the uh, l word we so what we're going to continue to talk about is anything else <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude, I'm I, I'm I'm taking all the friends I can get. I think it's pretty clear. It's pe- pretty apparent. I've got 1.1 person, 1.1 percent people in this game having my back. It's, so, it is clear. But Tori, can we say this? And I say this with all the love because I hope you know I have me. your back. But I will also smack that ass if I feel like you. Can you not be so desperate and apparent about it, Tori? Uh, there are about moments when, within the gameplay when you're like. Oh my God, I'll be your friend. Like, please, I need your friend. Like, I know that you have no, like, quote unquote, <laughs> friends in, in the game. Like, that there's an out, there's an oversized number of um, yeah. rookies or whatever. And then yeah. of the remaining sort of vets, we know there's one that you kind of have a feud with. And then everybody else, I feel like you're neutral ish with. But, like, you, I feel like you undermine yourself when you stoop to certain people or things and you're like, okay, but be my friend. And I know you're kidding, but I'm also like, Come yeah. on, where's the strong Hungarian woman I know that I feel yeah, like? Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to say take a page out of my old playbook because oh. that person, <laughs> that person's dead and gone. However, you know, is the, it, is it's, it's kind of cool to walk into a into a place and be like, no friends, what's up, motherfuckers? You coming? Or yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, like you know, not like in a mean way, but just kind of like. Let me just say this. It's coming up. You know, okay. I will leave this as Good. I will leave this as the spice for the fire for the Ooh. next episode because I light that bitch up. Yes, girl. And don't give a Hot fuck who comes down in with the me. Bag. So just no swag. Yes. Just no. The yes. Hungarian bitch is coming that out next week. What I want. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. Good. She's Good. fired up, dude. She's re- she's ready to go. It's just Good. a matter of time, baby. Because <laughs> you've 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 earned that place. You've earned that space to where like you don't have to kick ass. Like, 
like if they're not smart enough to get on the train or and I don't, I don't even say they're not smart enough because realistically they're playing a very smart game um, yeah. and they're going after you the same thing we said about Polly like the only reason they're targeting you is because you're a threat right yeah. like if you were not if you were a me they'd be like I'll let that bitch make it to the final so <laughs> like that is don't say that I mean, about which, yourself no but it's true and also it works very well for my gameplay so I don't mind <laughs> um, but I but I like to see the strong like the same thing Paulie said why he likes the challenge versus Big Brother which is mm -hmm. in the challenge you have to say it with your chest in the challenge you have to be like nope right. I made this yeah. choice or this is who I am or this is what I'm riding with like go mm -hmm. for it whereas I feel like the other ones it'll be interesting to see those who adapt to that like kind of how Paulie has because you've done so many challenges and so you know mm -hmm. that's kind of how you operate now Paulie and I feel like Sometimes we see glimpses of that with other Big Brother challengers who've mm -hmm. been in the game for a long time. Um, but it'll be interesting to see of this new group who starts mm -hmm. to move that way and who stays, you know what I mean? Like in kind of the sneaky, yeah. I say one thing. I actually mm -hmm. feel like Desi will probably move, will be like a say it with your chest. I feel like a Tiffany will Dude, be a say I, it with your chest. I, I, I love Desi. Like yeah. she's, 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 awesome. she's one of my favorite people that I yeah. connected with there. Mm -hmm. Like I, I actually, I mean, I can't say I didn't like anybody there. I mean, I wasn't there that long was enough for it to, you know, go that <laughs> direction. Mean. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, yeah. I, I kind of, I like the fact that I was able to be connected with so mm -hmm. many people, you know, and like, I would love to see people who are good at the game. And I, I've said, I had this heart to heart with Johnny in there where I was like, listen, bro, like, I was thrown oh, like back completely on the first season I ever did with you. And like, I just heard you talk to me about like how hard it is to be you coming into everything. And I, and I, and I said mm -hmm. it to him in a nice way. I'm like, listen, bro, Tom Brady knew people were coming to sack him every damn time he came back right. to the NFL. Yeah. There was not a cornerback being like, I ain't going to intercept this right. guy's pass. Like they weren't just right. like, Hey, Tom Brady, throw this touchdown pass and win yeah. these Super Bowls. Yeah. And totally. and I said to him, I said, listen, like your legacy is always going to be like what it is. And mm -hmm. same with like all the people who have created a legacy, like the CTs, mm -hmm. the Wes's, mm -hmm. you know, the up and coming, like, you know, Jordan is there. The Tories. On the, yeah. On the females, hey. on the female side. Right. You've got the cars. You've got, exactly. You've got mm -hmm. all of them, Laurel and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's never going to be easy coming into right. the game. Heavy right. is yeah. the head. That wears, yeah, that wears the crown. The crown but you know what? A, yeah. a king and a queen stays king and queen by slaying right. people. You know what I mean? Right. Like they don't go to their enemies and be like, oh, it's so hard to be king. Yeah. I, I'm so Rihanna doesn't complain. She just lives her life daily. As Beyonce yeah, don't complain. Does. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So true. So like so that's, true. I love, I love that stuff. But I, I also really love the old school feel of, of the show where it was like mm -hmm. in your face, cutthroat. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rip your head off. You know? But it's not. But, but the challenge be, started as yeah. a balance of that. But, like and, looking at the that's where the and, that's what I was gonna say. The balance needs to kind of be like, hey, they're cutthroat and they, they like to compete, but also, hey, they like they like this. I mean, the challenge yeah. was founded off of personalities and not personalities of scheming and whatever, but personalities right. of literally just right. Honestly, kind of yeah. a bunch of goofballs Listen, you don't, you don't that like. Me. That you know, and I so I performed the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises for Tori and the Redemption. <laughs> he Work really did, dude. Killed it. I think multiple times. I paid tickets to see that movie multiple times. <laughs> I was like, Polly, do it again. Or out of my mind. <laughs> All right, Polly, before you go, we have to know. So you're out of the house now. Like TJ mm -hmm. said, we'll definitely see you back, I'm sure, at some point. But who 
should viewers keep an eye on? Don't give me spoilers, but just like, who do you think they should watch from what you know? And who are you rooting for? When you walked away, what guy and what girl, wow, I sounded like TJ in that moment. What guy and what girl are you rooting to go all the way to the end? You know, I, I genuinely, I, when I left, I, I like I wanted to see everybody like do well. Um, I, Don't give me people, a political answer, Paul. No, no, no. People who I had my eye on as mm -hmm. a, a threat to me personally um, on the men's side, um, and I love, and I love this guy was Chris. I had my eyes on him because him and I had a lot of moments mm -hmm. and they, these were subtle moments, but I picked up on it right where, um, you know, Johnny had his guitar, he was playing it. Chris was having, you know, just singing along, whatever. And then I walked out one day and he's, Chris is playing the guitar and I'm like, mm -hmm. this motherfucker knows how to play the guitar. <clears throat> and then he's sitting there doing the cold plunges with me. And I'm like, this guy understands like the mental aspect of this. And then I was holding the pads one day for Corey and Fessy and I think Josh. And he subtly came over to me and was like, hey, man, you mind holding the pads for me? And But we went downstairs and, mm -hmm. and the kid can box, like had the had the fundamental fundamentals of a box. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, so this motherfucker can box. I said, I'm like, I'm like, this guy's uh, He's well rounded, really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things. Yeah. And then, like, mm -hmm. I started putting the pieces together, being like, he's a sales manager of a really big company. Mm -hmm. um, I said, he wants Survivor. I said, he's intelligent. He knows how to, you know, get people together. He knows how to do stuff. So, like, Chris was somebody I had my eye on being like, if I work with this guy, great. But eventually I got to cut him because mm -hmm. he's smart. On the female side, um, you know, I really loved uh, uh, Cassidy and Desi. Um, mm -hmm. you know, they were new people that, that I thought were really awesome. Obviously, um, you know, I really loved, uh, Chanel, uh, you know, but I also wanted to see the vets kind of not just get Paula, you're giving me, I appreciate your in-depth, but you're giving me a very political long answer. I want to know who do you want to win? If you, if you got to get a <laughs> raffle ticket, who right now, what guy, what girl are you rooting for to win the game? Man, oddly enough, I, I want to see Josh win. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Sweet. Okay, yeah. That's okay. Sweet. He, him, I and, him and I made some strides there. Um, one hundred percent. And what girl would you want to see win? <clears throat> if we were taking bets right now, like when you walked out of the house and they're like, "Okay, Polly, you get to anoint one person." Like who? I would like. I would like to see um, uh, Michaela B. Mm. Um, just because I feel like her first season, sh like she yeah. went out and yeah. Like that girl is strong. Like one yeah. one day she wow. accidentally would like you know did that whole jump into your shoulder bump thing and like she almost sent me flying and I was like, hold on <laughs> a damn minute. Strong. I said Tori was talking about that last you're, episode I said, you're that Kayla is yes that she's solid. Yeah, Dude, she's yeah. something different, man. She's something no, different. No, she she's is something different. She's like amazing. she she's is amazing. like like she's built different. Like I'll just yeah. I'll just say that she's built different. Yeah. Like just on 100%. another level of strong. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Polly, for coming and sharing your story and being so open uh, with us. It's been really great catching up with you. For people who want to continue to catch up with you and follow what you're doing and just this journey, this wonderful journey that you're on, where can they find you on social? Uh, they can just find me at Paul Calafuri underscore on everything. I'm just chilling. Okay. 
All right. Nice. Cool. Oh, we well, Polly, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great to catch up with you. And, dude, you're going to have so many people rooting for you in the future. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited uh, pr- to see your, your you next guys. return. Uh-huh. Growth looks good on you. Well, listen, it does. hopefully the next return I could get that win that I've been manifesting for all those years off. I would I would talk to the mountain people in Montana. I'd go for my runs, <laughs> and I'd see the mountains around me. I'd go on those runs, and I'd just be like visualizing TJ just being like, congratulations paul and i'm like yeah and then like, i came back this season i like i was gone i was like well what the hell how does how does that work is this delayed gratification that i need to wait for it's, like what is it's this? yeah mm-hmm. it's life yeah. laughs when uh, we make plans yep. it's true yeah it's true awesome well tell carl we said hi I will. and it was great to watch the time that you did have on this season and i'm sure we'll have you back both on seasons and the podcast well i appreciate it i look forward to that y'all awesome thank you thank you Carlos King, I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I have produced high-profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've created shows such as Netflix's Styling Hollywood, OWN's number one rated love and marriage, Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leakes, Teresa Judice, and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade. And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own love and marriage franchise and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. God, that was a really good interview with Polly. It was. It was. I mean, like, I... I really do think he gets, he, you know, he's dealt with his demons. He's, he's come back on. He's owned his stuff. And now he's mm-hmm. like just enjoyable to talk to. So that was, that was nice. Yeah. I'm so glad that he came on. Yeah. And I think it's going to be cool to follow him after this and, you know, see where his journey takes him. But Devin, where can yes. we follow you and see where this journey takes you? If you want to see my journeys, uh, then you can go. Where can you go? Oh, to DevinSimone.com. Uh, it has all my socials at the bottom. Uh, or you can go to Instagram at Devin Simone or Twitter at Devin Simone. I'm most active there. Or TikTok. I'm trying because Tori told me to. <laughs> so I'm on my honeymoon in Africa. Yes. And I'm going to try and take photos of the animals and good content and actually post it. I notoriously yeah. take a ton of content and then never post it. So yeah. um, I'm going to. So if you guys want to see that then go follow me on Instagram. And if I haven't posted, you can message me and be like, Devin, what are you doing? Um, Tori, who's a much better content creator, where can they follow you on social? Wow, like, thank you so much, Devin. Actually, everybody, look under your seats. I put a QR code under there and you can scan it to get all of my social detail. Could you imagine if I snuck into everybody's seat right now? That would be The thoughts that Tori randomly has, like, I one day would love to just be a fly on the wall in her brain. No, you're a fly on the wall in the podcast. 
podcast. <laughs> I have no filter. No, uh, you guys can follow me at Tori underscore deal. And honestly, I think we all have to get on the same page. We get Devin to post more content. We want to see what's going on in her life, especially on her honeymoon. So don't worry about DMing me. Let's DM her as a collective. We'll get in a group chat and we'll fire it up. Not you guys in the group chat. Well, yeah, I love this. After you guys put together the group chat, uh, put together a separate group chat. Because if you like this episode, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend and a friend of a friend and a friend of a friend of a friend and leave more reviews and all those things. We appreciate it. Literally tell a friend until eventually one day a friend tells you. It's like a Ooh. chain, you know, like that should be the new goal. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And make sure you catch new episodes of The Challenge USA airing on CBS. And guess what, guys? There's another episode coming out this week. And I promise you, Yay! this episode is my favorite. So Ooh. get ready. It's about she to go down. She says it gets down. spicy. I'm excited. She says it gets spicy. It's about to go down. I cannot wait to see the spice. Yeah. And of course, after we see the spice, we'll see you back here for a brand new episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. Leave the vets alone. Carlos King, Hanny. I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I have produced high-profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've created shows such as Netflix's Stalling Hollywood, owns number one rated Love and Marriage Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leakes, Teresa Judai, and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade! And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own Love and Marriage franchise and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>